and welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) What a goofy way to start a podcast. I love it. Uh, This podcast in particular, we will be recapping the challenge season 32, Final Reckoning, episode 9 called Broing Pains. That's right. I remembered all that. I'm impressed. Thank you. Um, sorry for not getting this out night of. We kind of set a precedent with that, but it is sort of uh, late morning on Wednesday. But come on, guys. Uh, g- g- give us a break. We need sleep. Here's my thing, guys. Is anyone listening to is the anyone recap? Listening? Is anybody listening? That's a good question. Is, is there anyone listening? out there? Is anyone listening to the recap right after the show? If you are, we will continue to recap immediately following the show. If you're not, we'd like to sleep and then get up in the morning and recap it. Although it's been really tough to do that also. So just to let you know. <laughs> Didn't have a good night's sleep. Nick Um, didn't sleep till six. This episode really got to him. He was up all night thinking about Shane. Too much for me, man. Thinking about Shane, thinking about Devon, thinking about Jose, thinking about, you know, just all the players, all the big players in the game. Speaking of big players in the game, um, we talked about this. We teased it on Monday's show, uh, and now we're just going to get into it. We had a chance encounter with the one, the only... Tory Deal. My lord, people. That's true. That's not a lie, what Ashley's saying. It's true. Um, it, 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 in Of all the places in all the worlds for Tory to walk past, it's got to be our paths. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Uh, and, and you guys, you know, you're listening to this recap right now. So most of you are screaming at the top of your lungs hearing this news. I mean, but if I were to tell anybody else, they probably wouldn't know what I was talking about. But... For us, this is basically like Pee Wee Herman walked by. You know what I mean, people? Great reference to (laughs) Pee Wee Herman. The most famous person in the world. Okay, so we're going to tell you this story and then we'll get into the recap. Um, But basically, it was Wednesday of last week, a very hot Wednesday. Very, very hot. Everyone was sweating, um, including me, profusely. We were in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. We were doing some light shopping slash errands. I was waiting in the Muji store. For a very important phone call that never came. We got frustrated. We decided to walk back to the car. We had driven there for reasons I'm not, I don't understand completely why we had driven. Maybe to take advantage of the AC. And we get back to the car and lo and behold. My car was hit and run. That's right. Somebody hit it and ran off. They hit it with their car. There was a side sweep. A side sweep. (laughs) Got side sweeped. Um, It was a side swipe. It was a side swipe. And I will say at this point in the day, spirits are low. We're yeah. hot. I got under boob sweat. Nick's got all boob sweat. Um, no one's hey, feeling good. Hey, that joke's good. fun when I make it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make that joke about me. I was going to let that go. Uh, yeah, no, my tits were sweaty. And uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, long story short, I'm having the worst moment of my life. I'm about to I'm I'm about to call my mom, uh, ask her what what I should do because this is what I do at times like these. I feel like you um, were on you were on the phone with some well, that you because, had just called insurance. There well, was... here's the thing: my car got hit uh, uh, without me knowing uh, while it was parked uh, last year. This happened to me, but last year it was a total. You know, in car terminology, it was a total. In insurance terminology, 
So it was kind of more devastating. This is cosmetic. Right. Uh, there's a dent in the car. There's a scrape on the car. It, it's, you know. It, it don't paint. look good. It don't look good, but it drives and it, it works perfectly normal. But it just pissed me off. Yeah. And right at this moment when I'm dealing with this, I uh, am looking at Ashley. I'm on the phone. And then Ashley kind of looks, pops her head up, looks past me and goes, oh, my God, Tori Deal. <laughs> And then I, you know, I had at one moment, I was just going to look at her and be like, quit talking about Tory deal. It's not always about the podcast, my cars. And right before I started that rant, I kind of decided to turn and look behind me and fucking Tory deal was standing there. Everyone was confused. Tori was confused. She, she was like, do we know each other? Well, I had she said her full name. She was like, she was like, huh? And then you were like, Tory deal. Oh my God, you're Tory deal. And then it was I like, said, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. And then you were like. Uh, and then she was like, oh, I, I was like, who who knows me here? Yeah. You know, she was she was uh, startled by somebody knowing her full name and yeah. saying it to her on the streets of New York. You know what? This was not savvy on my part. Um, I said, Tori Deal. Really? I said, oh, my God, Tori Deal. And then she looked confused. And I said, I'm a I'm a big fan. Can I uh, get a picture? Yeah. And um, she was really nice about it. You know, she said what Nick said. Uh, oh, I was wondering who knew me. And then um, I jumped up. I will say she she looked incredible. She was glowing. She was wearing some athleisure. Um, she looked like a model. She was very pretty, very calm, very sweet. Uh, she was like, yeah, you can definitely take a picture. And then um, something that happened that shook my relationship with Nick to its core. Um, I don't know how to tell you guys this, so I'm just going to say it. He only took one picture. Yeah, I was He only it. took... One picture. Hey, men who are listening to this and or girlfriends, but you know what? I'm going to say that the girlfriends probably already know. If you're taking a picture of your significant other with someone they are a quote unquote fan of, you take a couple shots so there are some to choose from. Nick took the phone. He took one picture. He didn't even let me get fully posed. My mouth is open. My <laughs> eyes are crossed. He, you can see my boobs sweat. He wasn't like, hey, uh, okay, on the count of three. Or he wasn't like, Ashley, take off your hat or, uh, okay, you guys ready? No, he just snapped the pic mid-motion and then he was like, okay. And then Tori was like, cool, nice to meet you, bye, and walked away. He only took one picture. I cannot say this enough. This is a public service announcement for everyone who has ever claimed they loved somebody. If you're taking their picture, give them some options. Nick, what do you have to say for yourself? Somebody hit my car and I was dealing with it. And then at that very moment... Tory Deal walks by. <laughs> Listen, it, there's a few people that could have walked by that I wouldn't have give a sh given a shit about, and I could have taken that picture. Uh, for instance, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> if this was him, I would have taken multiple pictures and not given a crap. Uh, I don't know. Chelsko, Tori. No, I would have freaked <laughs> out if they walked by. But he, you he don't just understand. Took one picture, you guys, and it's the worst picture of me that has ever been taken. Tori, I was shook to my core when I turned around and saw Tori standing there. Shook to my <laughs> core. She uh, looked even better in person than she does on TV, in my humble 
Um, yeah, and she was wearing like very chic fitness gear, but like gear that you walk around in Brooklyn with. Like she was looking yeah. good. She like, looked she, like a regular Brooklyn gal. She had she had either a, I, I I noticed Gucci. It was either a Gucci bag or a Gucci sneakers. You noticed the Gucci sneakers, and you couldn't take two pictures. I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot believe this. Listen, normally you, I would just go, Ash. That picture is great. Don't worry about it. But I, it, you know what? Admittedly, so. I should have taken a few options because, yes, the picture that was taken was possibly the worst picture taken with a pseudo celebrity I've ever seen in my entire life. It's so bad. It is. It is. uh, It's I I don't I'm speechless. It's so bad. Your mouth is agape. Yeah, he didn't even give me time sweat, to pause. There are sweat deposits on your shirt that I didn't even know you could sweat on. I tried to crop out the sweat deposits. I mean, just tell me to take my hat off. Let it was me, like 100 degrees out. Let me get, let me stand still and smile. He took me, took a picture of me mid-motion. Of course, Tori looks perfect. She leans in with a little peace she sign. She had a peace sign going. She was ready to go. Ready to go. Um, Ashley, she, not so much. Oh God, it's the most embarrassing <laughs> moment of my life. And then... <laughs> I'm going to move on from the picture. So she, um, I I then was like, you're incredible. And she was like, oh, thanks. And then I wanted to talk to her more. And then, uh, but I didn't know what to say. And she clearly was like going somewhere. And then she walked away and and she was like, okay, see you later. And she took off and we're like, bye, thanks. Um, And then I was like, in that moment, I was like, oh, she thinks I'm like, just like a regular person fan, you know? So I had to fight this instinct to be like, "Um, Tori, I'm also a performer. Uh, Just so you know, I, I have a lot of famous friends, you know, like I had mm. to fight the impulse to tell her that like I was cool. Yeah. She didn't have I'm to worry. Cool. I'm not, yeah. I, I'm not what I look like I am. <laughs> yeah. A complete schlub. <laughs> Lots of my friends are on TV, Tori. Uh, don't be weirded out by me. Uh, um, I thought you were going to say that you had to fight the impulse to tell her that you have a podcast. Cause I was going to say that is the opposite direction. Tori, I'm not some weird fan. Um, once or twice a week, I say your name 13 <laughs> to 22 times into a microphone that is, uh, clipped into a recorder and then I send it out to a bunch of people alright I'm not some weirdo okay I just say your full name multiple times maybe a day I just wanted her to know that like you know like I'm cool with people who are famous like you know what we're Tori, good. Tori Tori uh, I'm not a weird fan I just want to know what Chelsko's like <laughs> Has Tori met Chelsea? I don't know. I don't God, know. we gotta get Chelsea on the pod. I don't know. So then, um, I'm just gonna finish this up with saying that the next day, I was relating this tale to a dear friend who was like, "Wait a minute, who is uh, who's who's say that name again?" And I was like, "Tori Deal," and she was like, "Oh, I'm working with her on a project coming up." She didn't even uh, didn't realize the full weight of how much uh, Tori Deal matters to me until that moment. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm working on a project with her." So when that project is completed we'll have um that person it's natasha vainblatt who is a past guest actually are we'll we have her get, on the pod are we gonna get natasha to get tori's side of the story yeah that's what i should do i should ask natasha for because <laughs> natasha was like well we're gonna be doing this thing like do you want me to tell her about the pod i was like yes tell her about the pod Two, apologize for my under boob sweat three find out if you can get any sort of hot challenge goss um, I but mean, we should probably just ask her if we could ask her to be on our podcast. That makes the most sense. I mean, you know, but at this point, uh, I'm just afraid of what those pictures will look God, like. Nick, how you know? dare you? I mean, you guys, I really, I had to call my mom. I had to, you, can you believe what he did to me? Also, like, I'm sitting there, my like car is, like, smashed up, and uh, it's like, no one's there to take the blame. I'm just sitting there in, like, a pile of my own goo. 
upset about this. Who cares? Tori this. Deal's walking by. I'm about to take a picture Tory with her. Tori Deal comes by, freaks me the hell out. I'm freaked out Nick did out look startled. Because I, I, I'm freaked out. It's like seeing a ghost or like your great uncle come back from the Swiss Alps who you thought was dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just like, it's goddamn Tori Deal. And and she and she's in your neck of the woods. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, she is in our playing it's field. It's not like we're walking around uh, uh, Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> 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 what are the famous places in California? I don't know. But it, it's it, it's just uh, it was it was a wild time. And yeah, I blew it. But honestly, guys, uh, is that picture up? Uh, I think I, I think it is. Is up, it on yeah. our reality blows? You know what? If it's not, I will definitely post it on the reality go blows. It'll go. Yeah. It'll it'll be up by the time that this that you're listening to this. And so. I just say go. I'll go ahead and say feel free to take that picture and crop me out. Um, and I have, say crop Tori out. I, I have crop actually, Tori out. Put Chelsko's head on there. Do <laughs> <laughs> have fun with it. I have. T- <laughs> I have taken that picture and made just blown up my face and have sent that to people um, and text messages for no apparent reason, just to freak them out, to jostle them up a little bit. It's frightening, but you know what? Uh, we've taken a little too much time up here. We're taking too much of these good people's time, and by that I mean mine. So let's go ahead and recap this, or last night's episode. It starts off with an Ashley and Hunter breakdown of what happened on last week. They remind us that the mercenaries, that's them, Ashley and Hunter, came and took the place of Angela and Faith, sending them to the Redemption House. Uh, We get a little bit of the Shane drama. Remember, last week's episode was all about Shane pulling strings, um, uh, getting under skin, and throwing games. We get a nice little line from Jose setting up this episode saying, Shane is a backstabber, he's a liar. So... That's the thing we need to walk away with is that everyone is upset with Shane. I mean, last night's or last episode was called Shaneless. I mean, if you haven't listened to that recap, go listen to it. It's a Shane centric episode. And honestly, it's uh, it's it's Shane becoming a full on superstar in the challenge, in my opinion. Yeah. Full on. Not that he wasn't a star for many years, but this was his moment last they, he, he really had about 500 moves that i applauded and, and thought were hilarious so the episode starts in the main house we get a little shot of some champagne bottles and champagne glasses and a note from tj that said you guys killed it today good job uh the first interview we get is zach talking about how amanda and him uh, amanda being his vendetta and therefore his team partner are on different sides of the alliances in the house so that is going to sort of set the tone for this episode this is a division between teammates and then we get uh just the tiniest little bit of kyle ashley and johnny talking on the couch about kyle and ashley's hookup i was worried when this first scene popped up because i thought oh no are we going back to the kyle through line with this show of who he's hooking up with and what he's doing i don't want this episode to be about that Kyle's a dirty dog, aren't you, Kyle? Ooh, I'm a dirty dog. I have sex with all the ladies in the house, and I'm a little <laughs> cheeky monkey. That's but that's what was going on on the couch there, Johnny Bananas and Kyle. They're all like, kind of like, Kyle, you have sex with everybody. Ain't that right, Ashley? And Ashley's like, uh, not really. I'm trying to not tell anybody that. Cause... Ashley said it was a mistake, and she doesn't want Cara to know. And thankfully, this did not um, dominate the episode. This story did not dominate the episode. Then the next scene that we have is one of my favorite favorites in the challenge franchise a night out on the town that's right they're going to a bar they're dancing they're doing shots we so see- i think we had a quote we were trying to figure out whether or not 
last episode that there were clubs available. Because they went to the winery, yeah. so we therefore assumed that there are no, no clubs available. There, there, there was a clubby outdoor situation happening. And I think now I'm thinking they had gone to one pr- prior to this as well. So sorry for that misinfo. Yeah. Something I found interesting before we get more into the recap here is that there is a scene of Car Maria um, at this club and she has something in her hand. Um, I did think it was a vape at first and I was like, is she yeah, she's like, pause, pause live TV right now. You don't have the capabilities. I need to find out whether or not Carmory has a vape in her left hand. <laughs> Turns out it was a credit card. Yeah. So she's paying for her own drinks. I think they all are paying for their own drinks. That's crazy to yeah. me. That in, I mean, you, you know, Nick and I, we go to uh, television parties. They always put, <laughs> we go to television parties. Nick Pe- and I, uh, <laughs> together, we go to television uh, parties, I mean. I've just never been to a network-sponsored event where it wasn't an open bar. So the idea that MTV is not putting down their card not is a network insane. sponsored, Not a network-sponsored event. That's a, that's a reality shoot. And also, uh, I know for a fact that they make them pay for their own stuff on the real world back in the day. That was part of it. Um, and so, uh, you know, because remember there was that whole weird thing during the Tony season where, like, somebody was skipping out on, like, paying. Oh, yeah. Uh, during, like, um, Skeletons. Yeah. Was that also the season where they kept just eating at Subway because it was the one place they could the, get free food? They they ate at Sub. They've been doing that for many, many seasons. So okay. they could have done that there. But I do remember there being, like, a scandal where, so- like, somebody ran up, like, a $200 bill and, like, didn't pay for it. And, oh, and, yeah. And it was big time. And, uh, yeah, and they pay for their own stuff. So, I mean, with the challenge, I would have assumed that if you were to ask me, do you think that they pay for everything? I would have assumed no, but I, I, don't, I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, they're getting a lot of free, free booze at the house. Yeah. So I think they're, you know, that's, that, that's probably where the budget goes. That's true. So everybody's doing shots. We get a little um, snippet of Hunter and Joss bonding. We get a little backstory on Joss. He's a farmer. He came from a, a farm. Hunter, uh, man. Hunter's like, man, I really like you, man. Like this Hunter, I like this guy. <laughs> like this whole thing with Joss and, and they're like shaking hands and yeah. they're like, and then, like, Amanda comes over, and Amanda's like, hee, 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 Joss, Joss is my boyfriend, uh, yeah. Hunter. And then Hunter's like, oh, man, you two. I'm going to let you two at it. Yeah. And, like, walks away. Like, this hunt, this affable Hunter who feels like he's got status in the house, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to like him. Well, that's I a- want Hunter. This is what I want from Hunter. I want him to be like, just have cry. He just cried over a relationship. And then, like, he walks out, and then, like, a brick falls on his hand, and it breaks his, like, wrist. Nick. And he's in a cat. No, because, like, Hunter is at his best when he's, like, fighting to climb a mountain. And yeah. He's, and he's got, like, a broken arm, a broken heart. Like, everybody has double-crossed him. Right. And he's screaming Johnny Banana's name as yeah. he's, like, falling off a cliff. That is, like, Hunter's through line in my head. He's just, like, a big ox who like takes a, an insane beating and but almost does it but doesn't. So this one where he's coming in because now Hunter is on Ashley's team. Everybody likes Ashley. She's a power player. She's got all of these um alliances and those alliances are most likely intersect with his alliances yeah even though they they hooked up in the past even though nobody really remembers that or knows that that happened a lot of the people who are hunters alliances are in positions of power amanda and hunter go back from are you are you the one so she's in a good position um his his guy nelson is there his bff is there tony is there it's just the i it was just kind of unnerving for me to see him so happy in the challenge house 
Yeah, suit. they're definitely showing a happy, affable it, hunter. I, I need somebody to double cross him real hard just so we can, uh, you know, get him back to just striving to not lose. Okay, I know we're spending a lot of time on Hunter, but really, I we can't overshadow the most important part of this scene, which is that we learned that Amanda does not know who the Spice Girls are. Yeah, that was weird. And then they play Spice Up Your Life. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I What is she, 19? How can you not even, even if you are 19, how do you not know who the Spice Girls are? I bet you she's 23, and if you're 23, you're born in, ooh, I don't know, 95? Is that it? <laughs> I think, yeah, that sounds right. No. Uh, yeah, no, no you're no, right. Yeah, I am you're right. right. You're right. right. Wow, that's like the best math I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Nick doesn't know his multiplication tables, so that was pretty spectacular. So if you're born in 95, they dropped in like, what, 98? Yeah, you're that was three the... years old. I mean, when I, kn- I know about things that happen, phenomenons that happen when I was three. So yeah. maybe it isn't. It is her fault. But maybe she's 16. I, I don't know how old is she. She just immediately thought it was an insult. She's it, like, you, you're calling me a Spice Girl? All I, all I know is it's it's pretty safe to say Joss is 15 years older than her. Because, uh, I mean, Joss looks like he's about 41. I think this couple's cute. That takes us to the main house where we get um, Johnny and Johnny's talking to Davon. And he says, uh, you know, they're talking kind of like saying basically we're free agents, you know, but our, our teams are not in alliance with any power uh, with with with. Our teams are not in alliance with the majority, okay? So we're kind of playing the outskirts. And Davon says that she wants to break them all up. She's really aiming to kind of crack open this cluster of the Lavender Ladies and um, the guys that are partnered with them. Yeah, uh, I find this conversation hard between Davon and Johnny Bananas. Um, because tell me why. I just can tell Davon... Uh, is looking at Johnny Bananas, knowing everything that Johnny Bananas is trying to do at, yeah. at the moment and is doing during this conversation, which is a little bit of manipulation, a lot of bit of kind of clawing at any possible way to like stay in this game. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it would be good for that team, for those two teams to work together. Um, and I think Davon kind of realizes that she doesn't have many people in the house that she can lean on in the main house at this point. So she's kind of like has to have this conversation with him like, yeah, you're right. Like I do. I want to break them up. But you could tell she's like, man, Johnny Bananas, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, I-, I really don't want to be doing this thing right now where Johnny Bananas comes up to me and now I have to like pretend to be his friend. Like she knows what's happening mm-hmm. and you could tell she knows what's happening. And so it was a tough convo for me to see her kind of. Uh, lower herself to. <clears throat> then we learn that Marie is upset that Ashley Mitchell is in the game. She's like, you know, I'm cool with Ashley, but really her walking into this game pushes uh, me and my partner to the bottom of the pecking order. That brings us to the Redemption House, where we get um, a nice little musical uh, interlude of the Cranberries. The Cranberries. So, so far in this episode, we have the Spice Girls they play, uh, Spice Up Your Life. They play uh, Dreaming um, or Dreams. I can't remember which one it is by the Cranberries. Um, I'm not. T- I'm noticing this on this season that they're using a lot more classically popular music. Yeah. I mean, they're using a lot of, uh, you know, unknown people as well, uh, you know, quote unquote unknown. But I mean, they use Jose. Yeah, but Jose's incredibly known in this universe. Yeah. But uh and but 
this was a weird thing that they're using so much nostalgia based music to kind of set up fun scenes and letting the editors or like the people who are picking the music like put a sting a little a little like tag onto like what kind of comedy we're about to see yeah Um, also the first song that they played was by a a rapper named Russ and uh, there's a big meme out there uh, which is earmuffs guys if you're under 14 fuck russ is hashtag fuck russ i don't know what the hell you're talking about a lot of, uh, russ came out against um rappers like lil peep and lil pump for uh drug use and whatnot and so the entire soundcloud hip-hop community has come up with a hashtag called where they just will have drop normal things and hashtag it fuck russ and that was our first uh, musician that we got to hear from today so obviously mtv uh picking sides picking sides wow. in that internet beef Making some bold moves. I have enjoyed production. Um, I have enjoyed how things are being edited this season. They're I having more fun with it. They're having more fun with it. And I feel like as soon as I get tired of a storyline, a.k.a. Kyle's hookups, a.k.a. Cara Maria and Polly, they give me a new storyline. I mm. feel like editing is pretty much on point this season so far. Still can't make um, uh, Nelson's interviews look smooth, though. Oh, Nelson's Nelson. interviews, interviews seem like the most rehearsed things I've ever seen. I noted that. I don't know where, but I did note that in this episode. I find I found this cranberries opening up on CT's face to just really evoke a lot of nostalgia for me because CT he was probably around on television when that song was a hit right <laughs> how old so. CT fifty five <laughs> I don't think so but uh, a lot a lot closer I mean the two people this was revolving around were uh, two people that probably knew this song intimately. And the rest of the people in the house probably had no friggin' idea what that song was last night when it aired. Uh, which this episode, this scene is, um, you have CT kind of talking in his interview, talking about, you know, like maybe I've been too hard on. Uh, my I'd partner. like to point out before we get into the CT and Veronica thing, this opens up with CT watching Natalie and Tori running in the house, like mm. they're running around the periphery. Periphery, they're clearly working out. CT looks uh, forlorn. He's staring at them. He looks like, man, so I wish. So that's what we're hearing. Like we're hearing that song, <laughs> and then he's—it's all about how his partner's not working out. I would just like to point out that in this scene, CT is also not working out. He's like completely yeah, complaining like, about Veronica like not working out, rolling over on a cheeseburger. Like there's like 14 like vodka bottles. Like he's got to kick away from him, and he's just talking about how Veronica's not really pulling her weight. It is yeah, interesting. It's bizarre. So then he goes, he talks to her. He's like, "We got to work this out." There's this scene where she's well, like, "He well, he's he's basically." saying like listen i've been too hard on you okay yeah here's the things i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna say that you don't work out too much yeah i'm not gonna say that you uh are a you're a he basically tells us the viewers she's she's not a bad person she's a bad partner yeah and, and uh i think he's just kind of getting a little uh what do you call it uh when you're stuck in a house for too long um, um i know what you're talking about uh, cabin fever yeah he's got some cabin fever yeah. going and he's just kind of like maybe i should just make up with this person maybe that'll be something to do today then <laughs> they took this moment to give us like a flashback on veronica's performance over the past few seasons they had to show us that fucked up pinky that again broken pinky stop showing Ooh. us that pinky and then uh he goes listen why don't you lead a workout and then like they go and then it's she's like uh okay and then they like crank up the cranberries and they're like running around chase lounges and then that takes us to uh, immediately to tori and derek strategizing about how they're the worst team and they gotta they gotta make big moves yeah they get back into the main house was so this part was so funny redemption house is the lamest thing in the world like it's literally like 
Tori like walks into like the kitchen and like and like Derek's like eating an Oreo and then Tori's like, all right, who the teams were taking out? Like she must see the camera and go, okay, got to do something with the challenge right now. So who are our two teams? And then like who who did Derek say? Derek was like, uh, oh man, Carmarie Car- and Marie. That's number one. I mean, Dave they said her name. Jo- yeah. And then Davon and Jose. Am I right? And Tori's yeah. like, you got it. All right. They high five and go into separate rooms. Like, like, did they really need to run that down at that moment? Yeah. Then we take it to the main house. And the next few scenes are all about Marie being worried that she's going to be put in, um, that her and Cara are going to go into the next elimination. What are we missing here? What was I missing? Was I missing, because when you just said this before, I'm wondering, was I missing the fact that it was that earth shattering that Ashley and um, Hunter are in this game now. Is that I what uh, is that what the, what these tears the, the result the tears being the result of that information for this her? This was hard to understand because on, on the one hand, yes, Nick, that is what was happening. But on the other hand, they were also giving us the storyline of like Marie's crazy. We don't know which Marie to expect. She's paranoid. She's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. And so it's like. Uh, it was hard to be invested in this series I of scenes. I just don't understand. It, it, from the edits that I'm seeing, aside from Kyle, not one person in there has even talked about Car Maria or Car Car Maria and Marie. Like, they, like I haven't. See, that hasn't been like a. We got to get these people out of that. That's I mean, not a Shane confronted her for not texting him when they're not <laughs> filming, but that was about it. Yeah, but it's not. It's like what it like. What are is she freaking out about? Is this, I don't it, know. You know, because normally when you see something like this, you then get the follow-up interview of people being like, we've been in this house for a long time. People are starting to lose it. And then yeah. you start seeing other people lose it in a montage. This was just Marie crying and then like running out of the room and being like, why isn't Shane backing me up? I have nobody backing me up anymore. It's like, what is happening? I don't know. It was confusing. Your head's not on the chopping block. You didn't do anything to screw people. It must be her freaking out that Hunter and Ashley are in the game. It has I to guess, be. Is I that, guess. It has to be. It has to be. And then there's a little interview with Ashley being like, I don't know who I'm talking to. Marie, Marnie, Maria. Like, I don't know which version of Marie. Now, is um, that something that I, I missed on I Twitter? That, that she's be got the thing. three sides of Marie or something? I think so. I think I've seen that before. And then I found this moment very touching. When Marie leaves the room, Shane says to Ashley, he says, uh, this, this needs to stay between us because I don't want people not to trust her. Yeah, which is probably the the softest side of Shane I've seen on this show so far, yeah. at least on this season. I like that a lot. His friends completely yeah. losing their minds. Well, he, he, he says that they're uh, they're basically sisters. Yeah. Um. So they must have the closest bond in the house. I'm guessing. Yeah. I thought I thought that was really sweet. Then we have a commercial break, which brings us directly into nominations. Nominations open up with a shot of Kara and Marie looking horrible. So you know, once again, I'm like, well, they must be getting voted in, or uh, what? I, I, yeah, so they look horrible. Then we see uh, TJ comes in. He lets us know that Zach and Amanda they have the power vote, so their vote counts twice. Um, then we see a series of votes. Everyone is doing a burn vote. They've all agreed to vote for one team, who is also going to vote for their team, and then you know someone they're else. They're doing this canceled out vote thing again, even though yeah. it's blown up in their face once before. It's they're, interesting. They're doing the burn burn vote. Everyone's doing the burn vote. It's uh, business as usual until. Uh, Johnny and Tony get well, into the booth. Can I ma- make a mention? Do we see um, uh, Zach and Amanda before Johnny and Tony? No, we see them okay. after. Okay, go ahead. So that's when, so we see this series of burn voting. Then we see Johnny and Tony and we realize they have a secret plan. We don't get to see who they voted for, but we do see them basically being like, we're wild cards. No one knows who we're going to vote for and we're going to shake it up. Then we see Zach and Amanda. But by and- the way, 
when you see the reveal of this secret plan, did it seem like a secret plan or it's just that they casted a vote? It just seems like they just casted a vote. Okay, because I was like, what are they working on here? Yeah. Uh, and the vote was very basic. It didn't It didn't throw me for a loop, really. It was like, uh, if they don't have any allegiances. Anyway, we'll talk about that. But now we got Zach and Amanda and they're, they're deliberating. And, uh, you know, they're, they're decide. you know, they have this argument whether or not, like, we have we both are protecting two teams, so that this goes back to the original interview at the beginning of the show where Zach says Amanda and I are on two different sides right. of the alliance in this house. We're seeing it play out in real time. So then, after they decide that they're not going to get either of their top choices, they're going to go for the only team that's ready, that's necessary or, or able. Which do they say who that is at this moment? I think they do. Uh, I think they do yeah, too. Because they, so they say it's D- Davon and Jose, right? Yeah. And and Zach has this thing where he he'll be like. He'll be like, yeah, I don't, I, we don't know uh, who we were going to vote for. But then it was like, well, I guess I'll throw, you know, well, I guess I'll throw that piece of shit, lame ass, shitty, horrible team. And like, he always like buries the person that yeah. he has no respect for on yeah. an interview. Like he literally is like, so we'll throw this garbage ass team in. And yeah. it's just like, what do you have against these people? It's really? odd. It's, it's, it is a little, it's like, it's, it's vindictive for no reason. And it's kind of like mean for no reason. Let's not forget that during this time, in this uh, deliberation process, he calls the lavender ladies the lavender whores. Um, I think did bananas not say that? No, Zach said that. Oh, interesting. I, I to was, Amanda, like, I, oh, I know you want to protect your lavender whores. Yeah, he's um not doing much to uh, make himself look cool on this show, and he could look cool. He's a good player. Are you there know Zach I mean? fans out there? Like, and if so, what is redeemable about him? The fact that he dates Jenna, I don't understand what is watchable. Or it's not like he's it, saying funny stuff. He's just kind of being mean all the I time. I think Zach Zach's fans like um, they're. I think he's got a big um. Uh, 4chan like uh, fandom or something you know what I mean like there is some like he seems like an he seems like an alt-right guy okay I don't know anything about him but he seems like a guy who's like no I I have black friends um I I have you know uh, gay friends I just feel like you know you should just do that over there I'll do that over here like you're like be not white in your own world and I'll be white in my own world and what it's fine I'm not racist I just feel like he's like one of those guys (laughs) who just carries himself like he's not like an kind of like a menacing evil guy but like his thought process is like scary I see what you're saying you're not necessarily saying that he's racist you're just saying that he carries himself like I'm cool it's fine like alt-right people do where they're like no 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 I'm just protective over my white history yeah. like you know what i mean it's like yeah. you are protective over your history being non-white you do that thing but me i'm just gonna be a white guy over here what leave me alone i'm just white yeah i don't know so, what zach's deal I, is I, 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 by the way i'm going on a crazy limb here although i'm pretty <laughs> sure if you watch his real world season maybe there's a little more truth to this than uh, i'm leading on but still things are foggy that was a long time ago he had long hair it was different he hasn't i haven't i didn't watch his real world season i haven't seen any like racist behavior but I have seen a lot of misogynistic behavior yeah. on the challenge. Yeah. So the dude is and problematic. Then he'd, be like, he'd be like, Frank was one of my best friends. It's like the gay guy that was on oh, the season yeah, who'd yeah. be like kind of like ostracized for like a long time. And then they had to like get together because they were going to win money on the same team. And Frank was like a fantastic competitor. Let's stop talking about Zach. All right, okay. Sorry. So <laughs> then we go into a commercial break. We come back. Um, Davon and Jose, they have just finished up voting. They have reminded us that they are free agents in this game. And it seems like from the edit that Jose is just letting Davon pick whoever she wants. He's like, I want you to trust your intuition. It's up to you. 
you. Um, then we get, uh, I wrote down here after that, Hunter worried about Tony and Johnny. I don't really remember what that was in relation to. I guess it must not have been that important. I think it was just more like, you know, uh, Tony's my friend, but Johnny isn't. Yeah. yeah. That takes us to um, the uh, the little half soccer ball in in the desert, a.k.a. Armageddon. Um, there are some tanks, water tanks, and Nelson lets us know it's freezing cold outside. So these people are going to be doing something in the water in the cold. TJ, he comes out. He goes, everybody gets votes except Zach and Amanda. Um, and and he said something interesting has happened. Okay, something interesting has happened. Some teams got two votes and there is a tie. So what has happened is that three Different teams are tied up to go into the elimination. Those teams are Cam and Kaylee, Sylvia and Joss, and Davon, Davon, excuse me, and Jose. They are tied up. Here's what happens. There is a deal breaker. And the deal breaker is that the team who uh, won on the last elimination gets to pick uh, what team they want to put in to, or the team that won on the last daily gets to pick what team they want to put into the elimination. I found this frustrating because of like how many, why do, why does the team who won the elimination get so many perks? They're exempt from elimination. Their vote counts as double. They get to break the tie. I don't mind this. I don't mind this because the person who gets, usually who's getting thrown in is a person who's being like shit on the entire episode. And so it's like, uh, you know what I mean? Like I, and I think, production knows that it's rare that like a team who truly truly deserves it is on the chopping block yeah so it, it just mixes it up a little bit it makes people scared i didn't mind i don't mind that um it, it is just a little convoluted is the only thing it's like okay you get uh, the 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 you're the power team with the power vote with the two votes everybody can and then it's like now it's a secret vote but then it's gonna be revealed <laughs> by a, a strange a game show light and uh <laughs> then that person gets to choose another team but it, only if they voted for you and yeah. wait a minute there's a tie well guess what then all that voting meant nothing and you, you know what i mean it's like yeah there are too many like well don't worry about it because that shit didn't matter because you're just gonna vote for whoever you want so, um, I, I don't mind it being a perk for the person who's on the chopping block. I mind the, the sloppiness of like the um, there it seems to be no rules here. It's just like, do whatever. It does seem like it's being made up on the fly. So Zach and Amanda, out of these three teams, they pick Davon and Jose to go into the elimination. Davon and Jose, they go down, they meet up with TJ. And then TJ is like, who are you going to go up against? Guess what? You get to pick whoever you want want this goes into um shane being like they're definitely going to pick us we see davon and jose having like a little bit of a um, a meeting with their backs turned to the group and it does seem like they are going to pick shane and nelson in fact my money is on them picking shane and nelson because the past two episodes has been it's been all hyped up that they hate shane and nelson uh, your money was not on shane and nelson your money was on Cara Maria and Marie. Ooh. We, we, Why did I, I say I, that? I asked you because it looked like that was the move that oh, they were going to make. Oh, because of the edit that was happening throughout the show where they were let, making us feel like Cara Maria and Marie were um, somehow vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. And so, okay, that makes sense. Because that was my guess. And then you were like... I was like, what about you? And you said you said the same thing. Oh. And then it turned out to not be my any oh of my. our choices. How, really. how quickly I don't remember. So then we have a commercial break. We come back. Davon, uh, Davon and Shane, they're still, not Davon and Shane, Davon and Jose are still deliberating. Jose just goes, hey, we're going to pick Cam and Kaylee. Davon is um, completely surprised. She says, my partner has gone rogue. 
Um, Cam is, of course, as cool as a cucumber. Her and Kaylee walk down. And I, I, I found this interesting because Davon was really shocked that Jose had came out and said that. And it's like, y'all not talking about it? Like, what's going on here? How did that happen? I don't know. It just seems like uh, he turned around and blurted out a, a, a teams, uh, and uh, and it, it it was interesting how much uh, Davon seemed to want to distance herself from that choice. Yeah. When um, there, I mean, two episodes ago, when Cam, you know, pulled off her master plan to get people to think that they were voting a certain way, when in fact she was controlling the vote. Um, it really pissed that team off. It pissed yeah. off Jose and Devon. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, even when uh, Jose was like, well, I guess we're picking um, Queen Cam or, or or Kill a Cam, one of her pseudonyms, Devon was like, I'm not calling her that. Yeah. Or we got to, oh, she, it, it was basically like, you want to take it, take down, we got to, we got to chop the head off the queen. And, and then uh, Devon was still like, Ang was like not going to call her a queen. Yeah. You know, hearkening back to her and with the issues she seemed to be having with Cam at the time, not liking the way that she was playing the game in a sneaky way. So to me, felt like a normal pick. Yeah. But Davon did seem like, whoa, where did that come from? Like, how'd you go rogue like that and kind of distance herself from that pick? And I wonder if that was just the save face in the moment or she really did feel like Jose went, uh, went, and, and and pulled a move on her. I felt like she thought he was going to pick Shane and Nelson. I guess. Why do you think he didn't? He, I, I think that he he thought that he couldn't beat them. I think he couldn't. He thought he couldn't beat them. And also they're a guy-guy team. So like the equalizer seems to be more harsh on the guy-girl team. I don't know. That's a good question. They don't question. say anything about equalizers. So it doesn't make any sense in the in the grand scheme of things. And in this game, I don't even know. In this elimination, I don't even know how you could do an equalizer. So the way the elimination was set up, there's two tanks. There's two ladders. One team member is getting hung up by their feet and dunked in water while the other teammate runs up and down the ladder. So as the teammate runs up to the top of the ladder, their teammate is dunked to the bottom. When they run down, they pull their teammate out of the tank. At the bottom of the tank, there is a puzzle. So one team member has to go down to the water, uh, once again, suspended by their feet, look at this puzzle, come back up, relay the information to their team member who's running up and down the ladder until that puzzle is completely right. This was a grueling elimination. It was tough. It was cold. It went on for 45 minutes. People started getting worried that they were going to have hypothermia. People did not seem to be enjoying watching this, which I found interesting. Usually on these tough eliminations, there's a lot of talk of, oh, it was one of the best eliminations I've ever seen. This seemed to be more like we're worried about their safety. People at sometimes it seemed like Kaylee was going to quit. There was this whole big buildup where Kaylee was going to quit. They kept um, both Jose, Davon, and Cam and Kaylee were calling TJ over for checks. It gets to the point where TJ says, listen, 45 minutes have passed. We've got to call this. You've got four more minutes, and then it's going to be over. And whatever team is um, closest to solving their puzzle will win. Okay? You have to wrap this up. We have to see what happens. So they do that. They wrap it up. And um, uh, Davon and Jose, they have six tiles wrong in this puzzle. Cam and Kaylee, they have three tiles wrong in this puzzle meaning they are the winners wow yeah they really threw you for a swerve there because you really saw kaylee like her hands are like turning purple her lips are turning purple she's freaking out yeah and uh you know what 
she got it done. Then they're in like a warm-up van, and Cam is like, why'd you pick us? Why'd you pick us? She's like really going I'll tell after. You, that's the worst place in the world you want to be. You just threw somebody in there. By the way, this was, are you sure we, I, I don't think they knew that they won and, uh, when they were in the van yet. I think we they came out of the van after they warmed up, and then they saw the results. You're right. So at this point, Cam is still thinking that she might go, be going to the redemption house. Yeah. And she was not um, uh, dunked in a, a bucket for 45 minutes. So she's got all of her uh, all of her strength, and she is putting them on the spot. Yeah. Asking Jose, "Why'd you pick me? What was the reason? Give me like the main reason." Yeah. And Jose, stumbling, stammering, basically says, "I don't know. I just said it. I don't. I don't." I'm not sure. Yeah. And then um, uh, Cam has to basically tell him why, a reason why, which is like, I threw your best friend in. It doesn't make any difference to me. I kind of figured this would happen. And then Jose's like, oh, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Davon is like, I don't want to talk about this. She like gets out of the van. She's like, why are like, let me warm up. I'm yeah. freezing. So they lost, which was sad. I've been enjoying them in the house a lot. I've also been enjoying Cam and Kaylee in the house a lot. So I would have been sad to see them go as well. Um, that takes us straight to the redemption house where Jose and Davon walk in. It seems like it's about to be an exciting moment. Like, oh, this is what you guys have been missing. This is what's been happening. They just saw this elimination they're clearly jacked up from having lost that elimination and instead of us getting that exciting moment we get um tori pretty upset with davon and jose wanting them to explain themselves she pretty much just goes after them right away like why did you guys call our names you messed up everything you're the reason we're here yeah and it, it does seem i guess it seemed out of line but maybe not maybe she she must be just sitting in that house bored as yeah. f seething thinking yeah. about what she's gonna say if she gets I, if to see I was these in her again. position i'd be like as soon as i see those yeah it's probably what happened but like and jose and davon are kind of just like what chill out man we're, we're in this house now <laughs> it's like shut up you know what i mean and then yeah. like Tor, tori's like uh I, I can't even handle this and she kind of storms off and goes upstairs and davon's like yeah walk away it's fine i don't care go do your thing and yada 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 and they're kind of giving each other some shade but uh, um, in an aggressive way. Yeah, but I don't even fully understand why Tori's upset, but I, I'm sure she has her reasons. But this whole voting thing and you're doing this and then the votes are exposed, it's just kind of confusing me to the point where I'm not getting to enjoy the fights. Um, that takes us to a commercial break, which brings us right back to the Redemption House where we will see the double cross get pulled. TJ says, come on down. It's time to pull that double cross. Uh, Polly and Natalie, let's just take a reminder of who's in the Redemption House about to pull this double cross. And just uh, a double reminder, if the, te the team who pulls the double cross gets to pick another team in the Redemption House to go into an elimination with for a chance to fight to get back into the main house, all the other teams go home. Okay, so if you don't pull that double cross or you are not BFFs with the team that pulls the double cross, you are going home. The teams that are up for pulling the double cross are Polly and Natalie, CT and Veronica, Tori and Derek, Angela and Faith, and Jose and Davon. Polly and Natalie first up, they do not pull the double cross. CT and Veronica next up, they do not pull the double cross. Tori and Derek do not pull the double cross. Angela and Faith do not pull the double cross. That means by default, Jose and Davon have won. They have pulled that wow. double cross. They have gone directly into the Redemption House, and now they have a chance to leave it. Team with a million chances. They get so many chances to do this. Um, and so now, 
Uh, and that's the end of the episode. That's correct? the end of the episode. So what we're led what we're led to believe here is that um, you know they have a choice to make. You know, it's like are they going to help their friends out, which are their big brother pals? And I think they're also friends with Angela and Faith. Yeah, because but, they made that alliance in the house where they were like, let's be on each other's side. But I mean, this whole thing was about how Jose and Natalie are best friends and yada yeah. yada yada. It's it seems like that's the choice that they should make on paper, just because it's like, well. Yeah, you don't want to go up against your friends, but it's better than sending them home without a chance to go in. Right. And it's like, well, if we lose, well, at least our friends would go in. And I also can imagine that maybe the Big Brother people have some sort of alliance that they would be able to cut each other in on some of the money if they allow it to happen. I, I assume that's so. going to who they're going to choose. Although next week's episode, the teaser for it, makes it look like that CT is really making a ploy to get them to choose their team. They're never going to pick CT. Never in a million years. I don't years. know. Could you beat Veronica? They're either going to pick Angela and Faith or Polly and Natalie. And I would say they'll probably pick Polly and Natalie just because of the big brother yeah, thing and yeah. because it's a guy-girl team. Either way, I cannot wait for next week's episode. Um, they've just been getting better and better. I hope you guys are enjoying this season of the challenge as well. Please uh, email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions and you know tweet at us at reality blows pod and if you haven't already we would love it if you gave us a five-star review on the apple podcast app this helps so much it makes my day and it really uh it, this is not a paid job but that feels like a little payment when i get that when i get a notification that we have a new review mm. it's can, easy folks just do it you can find me on twitter at ashley b roberts and you can find nick on instagram at nick maritato that's m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o as always may the tj be with you and I'm sorry for not taking two pics. I should have taken two pictures, and we will get another picture with you and Tori. Thank God. <laughs>